Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sustainable Finance Podcast, brought to you by Ceres. I'm Paul Ellis, your host for these programs about developments in this fast-growing industry. Soji Sanyalu, co-founder of Airsmat, recently announced a partnership with Sterling Bank in Nigeria that enables farmers to increase their output by leveraging quality farm data and AI-generated recommendations. Using drone, satellite, and technology with soil-level and IoT sensors, Airsmat is transforming the way farmers and other stakeholders in the value chain collect, manage, and interpret this data to eliminate guesswork and drive day-to-day farm operations decisions with precision. In today's Sustainable Finance podcast episode, Sanyalu explains how precise, accurate farm data enables banks and insurance companies in the value chain to make data-driven decisions that support farmers. Let's hear from him how that works with Airsmat's farm clients in Nigeria. But before we start, I want to say a few words about our sponsor. I'm thrilled to talk about the important work Ceres is doing. Ceres is a nonprofit organization working with the most influential capital market leaders to solve the world's greatest sustainability challenges. Through their powerful networks and global collaborations of investors, companies, and nonprofits, Ceres drives action and inspires equitable market based and policy solutions throughout the economy. To learn more, go to series.org slash podcast. That's C-E-R-E-S dot org slash podcast. At Ceres, sustainability is the bottom line. Hello, Soji, and welcome to the Sustainable Finance Podcast. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Thank you for having me. This is a, a, re- a very good opportunity for us to explore what you and Airsmat are doing. So let's begin. Why is Airsmat specifically focused on African farmers in Nigeria? Yeah, th- thank you so much, Paul. Uh, it's uh, exciting to be on this uh, po- podcast uh, today. Uh, and you've just asked a very valid question, uh, which touches on the situation on the continent of Africa today. Uh, if I told you that uh, crop yield losses uh, in Africa, uh, they are up to 85% today, largely due to, uh, you know, inaccurate farming uh, decision being taken by farmers up and down the country, Nigeria, where we operate, and across the continent of Africa. And, and so today, farming decision causing these crop yield losses of up to 85% is at the root of what we call food insecurity across the landscape today. Uh, because farmers do so much, but they get little out. Uh, and the cascaded impact of that on the over 1.4 billion people uh, on, on the continent. I'll give you a classic example. Uh, today, uh, for tomato growers, for example, in Nigeria, uh, they come out with approximately uh, five tons per hectare uh, of tomato. Uh, as against the world average of approximately 38 tons per hectare. And what that means is that farmers uh, in Nigeria in this context uh, do not even make yield up to 15% of the crops, this same tomato, like the peers in other geography. And this is what SMART is trying to solve. We want to help 
to change this in a sustainable way by enabling farmers in Africa to have better crop yield. Why? Because they're now making better decisions. They're making it faster based on analytics and the impact of that on 1.4 billion people. And you know what, Paul? Uh, it's not just about the nutrition. It's also about the livelihood because at the end yes. of the day, these farmers, uh, they have to put food on the table uh, for the family. It's about their livelihood. So getting this right is not optional. It's actually a necessity and also makes a business sense as well. So, Well, I completely agree with you because I also know that some very large corporations in the agricultural sector are experimenting with these same kinds of technologies and you're right in the mix with them. So without giving too much away, Please talk about your partnership with Sterling Bank and Nigeria and how they are part of the support uh, that is focused on business growth for farmers. Oh, yeah, that's that's an amazing question, Paul. And, and yes, uh, to your point, uh, recently, Smart uh, announced a commercial partnership uh, with Sterling Bank PLC uh, in Nigeria. Uh, that that uh, was a big win uh, for us as a company. And Sterling Bank PLC is a big player uh, in agricultural sector in Nigeria with the primary focus uh, helping smallholder farmers uh, in Nigeria uh, with bank loan to help them to fund their operational activities in the farm. Now, the challenge that Sterling Bank has is Yes, we're able to give this loan to these smallholder farmers, but how do we evaluate them? How do we monitor them without, you know, leaving our core business, which is banking? And that's where SMART came in. And they, they, this relationship, I call it the tripod relationship uh, between the farmer, Sterling Bank, PLC, and SMART is ultimately to help the farmers uh, to grow sustainably, increase their yield, to be in a position to repay back the loan. And so the arrangement is for Sterling Bank PLC to leverage smart technology capabilities so these farmers uh, can be properly evaluated, uh, can be monitored through, uh, throughout the uh, growing season, uh, the crop growing season, uh, with a singular objective, maximum crop yield for these farmers, because if they could grow more, they can sell more in the marketplace, they are more empowered to repay back the loan. Uh, this, this partnership is so important, and I think at the heart of it uh, is the fact that each member of this tripod relationship, they have money, and I hope you know other banks in Nigeria and across the continent I can begin to leverage smart technology to achieve the same objective. So that's fantastic. Well, I think that's a, a terrific collaboration that SMAT uh, has engineered with the bank and the farmers. Uh, so please tell our followers about place of farm data in farming. It's a that's a term that I'm not really familiar with, and I'm sure most of our listeners are not. So if you could explain it, that would be helpful. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a very useful question. Um, and I'm glad you brought it up. So I, I like to start with this illustration. And for me, it's fascinating when I think of this illustration 
I mean, for yourself, myself, or indeed all of us as human, uh, when we have health challenges, uh, we end up uh, going to the doctor. And uh, when we get to the hospital, typically you will see, uh, you know, the question will be, oh yeah, um, can you get us uh, your urine sample, your blood sample? And then the doctors, after getting all of that, uh, then they sit back and then look at a few other information. What are the doctors looking for? In that context, they're hunting for data, data from the urine, data from the blood, to ensure that by the time the medication is coming to us as human, is as precise uh, as possible to solve the ailment that we're facing. Uh, the farm is not different, Paul. The soil is not different. Day in, day out, there are uh, information, data that speaks to farmers every day about their day-to-day -day farming operation. Uh, the unfortunate thing in Nigeria and in Africa is how do farmers collect this data? How do they then make a sense of this data? And so uh, this is what SMART has done, you know, in helping farmers collect this farm data you know, using different vehicles, we leverage on the drone, uh, we use satellite capability, we collect soil level data, and we use our in-house built IoT sensor to collect this farm data. And then we funnel this through our AI-backed application platform. And at the other end of it will be AI-backed recommendation uh, for these farmers. And, and I guess, you know, the, the goal of this is not just technology for the sake of it, it's what value is this bringing to the farmers? So imagine this, Paul, you know, a farmer being able to save up to 40% the cost of fertilizer, at the same time increasing their revenue of up to 58%. So ultimately, with our capability, the farmer is having more money in the bank. The farming business grows significantly. And then on the other spectrum, the impact on 1.4 billion people, more food in the marketplace, uh, by extension solving the problem of food insecurity. So with farm data, Paul, we do magic for African farmers, literally, we help them to make a sense. So farmers, we no longer need to guess. They have data and we help them to make a sense of that data with our technology. So now you've just described um, in part the impact level of AirSmat's contribution to farmers in Nigeria. How is that impact? spread across the whole community. Uh, I, obviously, it's very significant in terms of yield and inputs and costs for the farmers themselves. But what happens after the, the, the tomatoes leave the farm? How do, how, what about the distribution channels? What about those parts of the impact? Okay, fantastic. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Once again, uh, you know, these are very brilliant questions, uh, I, I think. Uh, and comes from yourself understanding uh, the, this ecosystem. The agriculture, the farming itself is an ecosystem, uh, you know, from the part where SMART plays. Uh, and we are at the very beginning, uh, you know, preparing the farms, uh, the, uh, the farmland for uh, crop growth. 
and then throughout the planting season. And at the time of harvest, we stay there with the farmers at the beginning. Now, beyond that, there are other things, you know, other uh, uh, segments of the industry within that value chain, which you alluded to, uh, you know, storage, uh, transport to market, sales, and the rest of that. But to your original question, what had some of these impact? You know, when I think of that question, uh, I, I always create like three buckets out of these. Uh, one of them is the fact that for the first time, farmers in Nigeria did not have crop yield up to 8x uh, like they never experienced before. And the data is there to prove this. And so 8x in comparison to what they were using before SMART showed up uh, in the marketplace. Uh, and then because they have more crop yield, like I've alluded to, they now have more to sell in the marketplace, meaning more income for them. Uh, meaning the business is now profitable because they're selling more. And then on the other side of it is the fact that, you know, I alluded to, you know, optimize use of fertilizer. So for farmers in Africa, uh, you know, the place of sustainability is also key. How do we help to reduce, uh, you know, the impact of chemicals on our food, for example? How do we help in the climate action to make sure there's more carbon footprint held in the soil is to help farmers use less and less of this chemical because we're giving them information. So to us at SMART, one of the positive impacts is improve environmentally friendly farming with less dependency on the use of fertilizer and other chemicals to achieve healthier food for all. Uh, so, so for us, uh, is more money in the pocket of farmers and the business profitability, uh, more crops, uh, you know, because they grow more, they yield more, and that impact on solving the problem of food insecurity and the impact on the environment. Uh, we are also at the point of fighting uh, the negative impact of climate change using our technology. So, okay, so now let's talk about some of the challenges that a startup company like Airsmat faces when it comes to funding your work and your process. And what is your view regarding patient capital deployment in developing economies today? Yeah, uh, you saw me why <laughs> asking that question. I was just there smiling because at the heart of all of these are uh, useful and uh, uh, quite frankly, impactful technology solution uh, to mankind is uh, the challenge that a company like SMART uh, goes through. Uh, agree tech companies, uh, the truth be told, requires patient capital uh, in our experience because you are innovating around nature. Uh, so patient capital is designed to be long-term in nature and to support development and growth of agri-tech company over an extended period of time. Uh, the, the, this type of capital is often provided by VC firms and other investors that are willing to take patient, long-term approach to investing in agri-tech companies. Uh, and uh, that is very needed. I mean, on our journey so far, uh, we, we've, we've had the opportunity to have 
access to this patient capital because, for example, starting up SMART in Nigeria, they we aren't we do not have or well, so far on our journey, there is no company we could go and copy solution and paste. We we had to innovate from ground up and innovating these uh, research and development, testing solution, talking to farmers, listening to their pain point, and trying to digitize an industry that is not digitized. And starting from ground up, and quite frankly, that requires a patient capital to fund research and development, to fund product development, and other activities that are necessary uh, for, for the growth of, of such a company like SMART, and uh, uh, to your to your original question, uh, why why patient capital is just because of all these that that I've I've called out that as an agri tech company, yes, we can bring the ten x and SMA as a company can bring ten x to investors, but it has to uh, be something patient because we're not dealing with smallholder farmers in Africa. We're we're dealing with nature. We're dealing with a whole lot of things, and it takes time for those capital to, to bring the tenants requirement. Will it bring it? Absolutely. It's not a question of if, it's a question is of how soon uh, will it bring the tenants that typic, uh, typical uh, VC will want, for example. So Okay. So now, with the support of firms like Airsmat, what is the potential for greater collaboration among Nigerian farmers as they uh, produce more and earn more money, uh, how do you see them working together, uh, as you're suggesting, to get their, their fruits and vegetables uh, to market, to, to make sure that everyone's getting a fair price in the marketplace? How are they collaborating together as you build this infrastructure with them? Yeah, uh, well, uh, the, that question uh, is multifaceted, and I will share uh, some of the things that we are doing to drive this collaboration among farmers. Uh, one of the things uh, we built uh, in our mobile application, Smart Crow, uh, uh, available in both iOS and in Android, uh, one of them is uh, a digital community for farmers. So in Africa, Farmers operate in cluster. The smallholder, the medium grade farmers, they operate in cluster in different, you know, a cluster there, a cluster there, but physical cluster. And so with the demography of farmers in Africa, in Nigeria, changing from very old generation to between 30 to 35, uh, range of age type of generation, uh, we built what we call, uh, a farmers community a digital community mobile application where farmers can compare nodes. So they create a community that they manage by themselves, they join that community and they can compare nodes. Uh, and that for us, we think, uh, we think helps them in that collaboration uh, because at the end of the day, a pain point in a neighboring farm may be the same pain point in another neighboring farm and both of them talking together makes sense. Now, the other part of it, the collaboration, uh, will be, you know, uh, with other people within the sector. Uh, so for example, we estimate today that the total market size, uh, of agri tech has 13 billion dollars. 
And for us at Smart, you know, aiming at $1 billion out of that. And this market is growing, growing significantly year on year by 20%. And it is estimated to reach a $32 billion market by 2027. Uh, so for us at Smart, we're starting out in Nigeria and uh, we are paying customers and we're ready to scale. Uh, so fortunate and uh, uh, to have been part of a company uh, of this magnitude, you know, to drive this collaboration among farmers, not just in Nigeria, but to Ghana, to Mozambique, to Zimbabwe, uh, and to other different parts of Tanzania, Malawi, South Africa, to out of the 54 countries to drive this collaboration, we need to scale. And, and I want to tell you this, Paul, as I speak to you, uh, SMART, we're raising $1.5 million uh, uh, at the moment. Uh, and uh, the goal of this is to cover the next stream of development of our technology capabilities and to scale across Africa and drive this collaboration to make sure farmers up and down the continent of Africa, they're talking to each other and they have shared objective and that objective will solve the problem of food insecurity on the continent. So, Soji, I know that we're going to want to come back and speak with you again and hear more about what you're doing uh, right now. Uh, we're out of time for today, but I do want you to let our listeners and followers know where online they can learn more about AirSmat and how they can get in touch with you about the issues that we've discussed in today's podcast episode. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, anytime, Paul, please feel free uh, to pull me back and I'll be willing to talk about this all day. Uh, to your question, uh, viewers can uh, check us out uh, on our website, uh, www.smart.com. Dot com that is a i r s m a t dot com uh that's our website and we have online presence on all the digital platform linkedin facebook twitter and instagram and uh, i would like to leave this uh with your viewers smart is launching out uh a product feature a software feature on our mobile application we call it farm manager uh, which is the first of its kind on the continent where farmers can document their day-to-day -day activities in the farm in a digital format, publish it, and it's there. It helps them to see year on year what they have done. Uh, and beyond that, it solves the problem of traceability, a big topic today across the world. Uh, uh, Paul, it's been fun talking to you here. I'm truly uh, pumped up, happy to be on this episode and uh, I will be happy to come back whenever you want me to come. Terrific. So. Well, thanks again, Soji Sonyalu, co-founder of AirSmat, for joining me in today's episode of the Sustainable Finance Podcast, and to our sponsor, the Series Accelerator for Sustainable Capital Markets. The Series Accelerator is a center of excellence within Series that aims to transform the practices and policies that govern capital markets to reduce the worst financial impacts of the climate crisis. For more information, go to series.org slash accelerator. That's C-E-R-E-S dot org slash accelerator. And to our listeners, join us again next week for another episode. I'm Paul Ellis, 
And this is the Sustainable Finance Podcast. 